Good afternoon, everyone. I'm Bill Darcy, CEO of the NKBA. Thank you for joining us for the launch of our new virtual program on NKBA Live, Brave New Business. Since we're on the Zoom platform, I want to acknowledge what many of you might have seen on the news recently. We are monitoring the situation and have enabled several security precautions to secure the room. Like you, we've never seen anything remotely similar to the COVID-19 crisis. I know many of you are grappling with tough decisions right now. With NKBA Live, we want to provide the Kitchen and Bath community with a platform to come together to share experiences, learn, and ask questions. Each week, the forum will focus on a specific topic with special guests. I'd like to thank Sarah Robertson, AKBD, for the use of her award-winning kitchen you're seeing in the background here. I'd also like to mention that today's forum is eligible for a half CEU credit for our NKBA certified members. Joining me today are three NKBA members who represent a cross-section of the kitchen and bath community from the design, showroom, and remodeling spaces. From California, we have Carrie Kelly, Creative Director of Carrie Kelly Design Lab, and Nar Bustamante, Principal of Nar Design Group. And from Georgia, Chip Wade, Owner and Lead Designer at Wade Works Creative. Our sincere thanks to Carrie, Nar, and Chip for being part of today's panel. Before we get into our discussion, I want to share some of the results of the recently completed NKBA Benchmark Sentiment Survey Special COVID-19 Edition. Nearly 1,000 of our members responded. And for those who participated, thank you for your willingness to help your fellow members by providing the valuable feedback. The information you provided now serves as a benchmark to help us assess the economic implications of the pandemic to the kitchen and bath industry. On a scale of one to 10, with 10 being most significant, the average benchmark rating of COVID-19's impact on business overall is 7.4. To break that down a little more, designers and building construction pros rated the impact exactly there, 7.4. Manufacturers, though, reported the least impact at 6.8. Much like our kitchen and bath market index, KBMI, we find manufacturers are often slightly more conservative given their distance from the end user. In contrast, retailers were highest at 7.6. This is most likely because they are closest to the end customer. Among designers and builders, 52% reported they are experiencing delays on current or upcoming projects, while 19% said they had some jobs canceled. 44% of retailers and dealers reported some of their projects were delayed, while 16% said some current or upcoming jobs had been canceled. On the manufacturer side, worker safety and financial issues topped the list of concerns. 67% citing the need to protect the health and safety of their employees. 66% said economic uncertainty was having a significant impact. 58% cited customers' financial uncertainty, and 52% called out stock market volatility. You can access the full report at nkba.org insights. While all of us are facing unprecedented challenges, so many of you are responding with creativity, grit, and determination. You're adjusting your business model. You're interacting virtually with clients to keep current projects moving and cultivating new projects. And you're using video chatting platforms like we are today to stay connected. We have our team available to help field questions for our panelists at the end of our discussion. So please write those in the comments in the Q&A function at the bottom of your screen. We'll get to as many as we can. Carrie and Nar, you're both in California, one of the first states to order residents to shelter in place. 
What are the biggest challenges you're facing? And Carrie, let's start with you. Thank you, Bill, for the introduction and for including me in this important conversation. As for California and sheltering in place challenges, we knew if clients were gonna be asked to shelter in place, we were gonna do the best we could to not have them doing that in an unfinished kitchen or bath project. So our original challenge was keeping with our clients and contractors, keeping them safe. Our contractors are considered essential workers here. So we wanted to keep them safe on the job site, move projects along, but outline some protocol with both OSHA and the state of California um, to really tackle that challenge in, in keeping everyone safe and well. Um, we've relied heavily on, on Facebook and texting in a new way for construction walks and approvals. And while it's not ideal for the permitting process, um, we were far enough along in most of our projects to be able to have those efforts really be beneficial. Uh, now that we're in week two and three of lockdown, we're experiencing builders putting projects on hold, which means our firm is reprojecting and reforecasting our 2020 income and profitability while being very transparent and very communicative with our client base. And uh, obviously we wanna be a resource to our builders when it comes to project completion and profitability. Um, so those conversations are becoming very important and on the weekly at this point. Thanks, Carrie. Nar, uh, how have you, Nar, been uh, modifying your business? Obviously you have the, the retail component and, and showroom to worry about. Right, so um, I have a quite, quite a large space. Um, and so we, our company serves uh, design, build, and product supply. So I'm seeing different areas be impacted differently depending on what stage projects are at. Obviously projects that um, were not in full motion are on pause because everyone needs to be on pause. And projects that were say midstream, we are, uh, the clients are saying, keep going, keep going, but the flow is slowing down a little bit due to supply. Um, but everyone's very optimistic that things can at least keep going, maybe not at full speed. Um, so I think that everyone is understanding that this came to us very quickly and we are all modifying our behavior, our, our availability based on what happens every day. Every day is very, very, very different from before you wake up in the morning and maybe a factory closed or maybe uh, you know, a governor said something. So uh, our, the name of the game is adjustment. We need to adjust, we need to stay positive and just follow through our intuition with what's the next best move. In the meantime, keeping everybody, our team, our workers, our employees, um, and even our, our um, client base in, in feeling safe. Great feedback. Um, so Chip, you're on the other side of the country in Atlanta. You know, what's happening there that may be different than the West Coast and what are your biggest, biggest challenges right now? Well, one of the things here in Georgia, Georgia, we just now, uh, as of yesterday, uh, did the full state lockdown. Um, so obviously we're following suit. I think everybody's really taking this seriously though here on the East Coast and the South. Um, business is definitely modifying. As uh, Nar said, by the day, um, it's, a, it's an ever-changing situation. I think that people are really starting to let this kind of start to wash over them and start to say, okay, we're gonna be kind of uh, hunkered down here for a number of weeks. 
Um, what does this look like for our personal business, for a design business? Um, it, it is interesting. As Carrie stated, obviously, we don't want to leave the clients that we have uh, underway kind of out in the lurch. We want to make sure that they're getting finished up. But obviously, the responsible thing for all of us to do is to have a level of pause with this interaction. Uh, but I actually think that this is definitely the time to rely on some of the tools uh, that are available to us. Uh, and if folks that are watching uh, don't have a significant amount of uh, of infrastructure or experience using virtual type tools, this could be a great opportunity to, for you guys to look into, start to expand your business during this time of trial. So this undoubtedly is a challenging time, but this also kind of presses us to be able to do things with our businesses that might need to happen uh, at some point, and this might give us the bandwidth or at least the time to sit, think, and actually evaluate some of these things. So everyone I'm talking to, especially here on the East Coast, um, this is kind of the like-mindedness. Uh, that's the energy that we're trying to draw from is, hey, we're not just sitting idle on our hands just waiting to see the next you know, uh, you know, political uh, report on, on what's going to be happening, uh, but we're doing what we can and we're keeping ourselves busy and proactive for when this will subside, uh, we're gonna be sitting in a better place. Thanks, Chip. Is, is there an opportunity here? Have you, have you seen anything in, in all that you are working through? Obviously, California a little bit ahead of maybe the rest of the country, and certainly us on the uh, East Coast here have caught up quick. But have you, any of you have uh, seen some opportunity through, through this challenge? I think, well, we've uh, oh, go ahead. <laughs> well, while we've never necessarily looked at the crisis as an opportunity, we've really challenged our team and our business partners to take this unique moment to remain engaged and, you know, make the bed in the morning, get dressed in the morning and remain engaged in a unique way so that we can remain strong and come out of this better than we went into it. I think it's a great time, like as just piggybacking on what Chip said, to refine your systems and um, typically as designers and manufacturers and, and contractors, we're flying by the seat of our pants. So being able to take the time versus being on an, an airplane or in a car on a job site to clean Dropbox and to confirm products with receivers, scrub the design library, and even have real conversations with our vendors and our clients, not selling them anything, just real conversations. I think that will allow us to hit the ground running when we come out all of this and business as usual. Um, one thing we've never advertised for is virtual design, but now that's a thing, whether we thought we were going to be a part of that or not. And so I think even refining those systems so we can work seamlessly with clients and even charge the same rates that we charge as in-person fees when you get real good at this and being able to drop ship product. So when people are sheltering in place, they can still improve their environment and tap into our expertise. Great, great. Nara, you, you were going to say something, Nara, jump in. Yeah, I think the opportunity here that is being presented to us is the obvious that we are all one. And so uh, it, it's, it's kind of a global humbling that we're all going through right now. And we sometimes forget that we're all a key element of each other's infrastructure. And, and if one person wins, the other wins. And so sometimes it takes a large adjustment like this for people to realize that. I think um, being in the design community, our job is to um, really, it's about positive change. We're the ones on the forefront of making things look beautiful and on delivering on that. And so 
Um, kind of like the bubble in 08, things get very aggressive price-wise with people. And it's a good time to say, you know, let's settle things down. Let's do what we love. Let's make sure everyone is an equal participant. And I think it brings people together more than pushes them apart. Even though we're calling it social distancing, I think it's really bringing a lot of people together to understand that without each other, we don't work. We need each other to, to do everything that is truly valuable day to day in our lives. Great, great feedback. Chip, you were, you were talking the other day, we were having a conversation about leveling the playing field. Why don't you tell everybody about that, what your, what your thoughts are there? I mean, if you think about it, with a situation like this, it truly took all of us off guard. I mean, in January, none of us really expected that this would be to the significance that it is. But if you look at this from an opportunistic standpoint of, hey, not taking advantage of anybody, but hey, we are sitting where we're sitting. Our businesses have the, you know, if we look through the goggles that we're normally looking through, we might have a flattened trajectory. So how can we, in the shoes that we're sitting in and, 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 and seat that we're sitting in right now, how do we take advantage of this? Well, the opportunity here is the fact that because this kind of hit us all at the same time, whether you're an established business or you are a entry-level single-user entrepreneur, really, right now, the, the playing field is leveled. We're all at the same spot, and this provides the opportunity for small business to really be proactive. So it's what the individual or large business does now that makes all the difference, and there's a lot of room to relationally capitalize right now. And by capitalize, I mean growing your business in a very responsible way by having that great relationship. I see a lot of comments coming through right now that are about, you know, these remote meetings. For me and my business, I pretty much moved almost exclusively to virtual design about three and a half years ago. And it was the most amazing move that I could have ever done. The whole idea is that if you're a talented designer, we, it, how great would it be to be able to service clients anywhere at the same level if your workflow uh, can accommodate that? I think what that can do uh, for other folks that are listening is to challenge you into morphing the capabilities of some of your business to be able to do some of this more effectively from now on to, into the future, where, uh, because this is a movement that we were seeing, this could be an opportunity to just go ahead and hit the gas on that a little bit more now. Um, I use all kinds of great tools. I mean, Zoom that everybody is getting so familiar with now that we're on, I've been using this for like three years. I'm on Zoom calls and chats with my design clients hours a day. Uh, it has annotation functions. I design live time with live screen share. In fact, just as a little tip, one thing that you could do um, in your process that really, really helps is every single design that I do, my as builds, I also do virtually. So I will either send a member of my team or I will hire a local architect or local um, uh, specialist to gather my as build. Uh, and I can do that in traditional kind of measure and you know drafting mechanisms, or I actually use different softwares that capture it in 3D, and I get that 3D model of the as-build. I extrapolate from that, and my first meeting with my client is a consultation that I charge them for, right? But I make it rebatable to their overall project, so it makes it worth my time. It gets their skin in the game. It's a quality first step. But then I'm able to give them something of quality on the screen and actually live time iterative design and brainstorm different uh, directions right there on the spot. I think this is something that all designers can start to experiment with and see if it kind of works with your workflow. But I can attest personally, this has been revolutionary for my productivity, 
for my get to the point and value proposition for my design clients because what we're able to do with them, even on the screen, I arguably have more information sitting in front of me on the computer screen of their property than I would if I showed up to their place without a tape measure. So uh, it really is a remarkable time where technology is our friend and it's available to us today. Now, it's very interesting. Obviously, all three of you are in uh, major markets, Northern California and, and Atlanta. And, and what you just talked about, Chip, there is interesting because even in a, in a hub of business like Atlanta, you're using this virtual tool to engage with national clients. So any advice any of you have for those that maybe weren't thinking like that as a small market designer, a small market showroom, any, any other um, input or, or ideas you have for those, those listening? Carrier and Art, did y'all have anything? Oh, I, I was. Go ahead, Chip. I know you got it right. No, here. no, no. Y'all, y'all, go ahead. I'll, I'll, I'll follow up with the scraps. <laughs> so we, in, in in our showroom, in the traditional sense, everything we do is on the screen. All of our presentations are um, not on paper; they're on a on a big screen. And so we're simply taking exactly our current process and translating that to Zoom meetings. Um, presented a job the other day on, on, on Zoom. And it's interesting how, you know, everyone shows up. Now everyone, you, you don't have to wait for people and you can still walk them through the project. I'm not concerned about, I saw some questions here and there um, that I was reading uh, just a second ago. Well, what if uh, showing people projects via Zoom? Since you are considered that essential business. Oh, something weird happened. Anyways. Employee has been advised by a healthcare provider to self-quarantine for reasons related to COVID-19. And, you know, those reasons could be. Try again, Nar. I'm not sure what was happening there. Yeah, I'm not sure. Nar's running a medical facility out of the studio. (laughs) (laughs) Impressive. (laughs) Creativity right there, Mar. I'm, I'm not sure what that's all about. Um, so anyways, I'm not too concerned about, um, you know, I saw a question about what if you show your work and then now they have the intellectual property and they can go, you know, get somebody else to do the work at this time. If people are coming to you, if you're taking the time to engage with them, something that would be done at headquarters and then paid at hundred percent of employees, regular rate of pay. Sorry, Nara, I'll just interact. interact here. So you have, you're logged in twice. If you can log out of the other one, for employees at I don't want to lose you, but. And the qualifying reason would be number one, the employee is caring for an individual that's mm-hmm. subject to, again, the federal, state, or local quarantine of isolation. There we go. Did that work? <laughs> yes, you are now just just you. Thank you. Just one R. I didn't touch anything. I don't. I don't <laughs> no idea. So talk about learning on good Zoom habits here. Um, <laughs> so, so so back to it. Um, I think that Zoom and presenting your jobs virtually right now is good. Um, minimizing contact obviously is um, is something that we have to do. So, but I also don't want to leave uh, the platform of where we were because people really do like connection. People really do enjoy uh, meeting with people. There's so much more humanity. There's so much more that can be shared in emotion to a project. So even though Zoom right now is a great platform and taking things digitally is also great, I'm not gonna be one to quickly stay on that track when things come back around. I'm, 
uh, maybe you'll have to make some modifications, but I just, I'm a people person and I love the connection that um, can be made in, in this industry with people. I think bridging the gap a little bit on that, I cannot believe how our, I can believe we've always been supported, but I mean, it's been unbelievable in this moment that our vendors have stepped up in such a beautiful way to send samples to us that we're presenting and then send the whole pretty package to our clients as well. So when we are in these Zoom moments that are virtual, we still have the hand, the touch, the feel, the real color. It's not holding up a sample to a screen. They're having that tactile moment and um, some of that emotion and that contact that we appreciate so much can be conveyed because our vendors are really willing to step up and, and do the double time kind of thing, providing samples for our people. Yeah, I think everyone field is stepping up really nicely, whether it's vendors or suppliers. I think everyone understands we're all in this together. And so what I see happening is what designers are best at. We're, we're engineering as we go, and we're modifying value engineering our own characteristics of how we behave as we go. That's what we're good at. And so we need to focus on every day we wake up, and we may have to make a few tweaks to make the next day happen. I, I completely agree with you both. I, there's not going to be a replaceable um, factor for, you know, tactical face-to-face. Uh, -face. There's not. Um, and we still do that with my business. I've just crafted it to where what my day-to-day -day looks like as lead, de lead designer of my firm, what my real skill set is. Um, while I love to go out on site and be face-to-face, -face, um, that is part of the infrastructure of what I have with some of my design managers and what they're doing uh, on a day-to-day -day basis. What I typically do, my face-to-face -face with clients typically comes at uh, certain interjected meetings, uh, but also I'm an avid video texter. That is one of the secret things that I think we can all be doing, whether this event is going on right now or not. Uh, when I send a message, oftentimes I get much better response rate uh, rather than sending an email of sending a quick video text, calling people by name, looking at them in the face. Even though it is digital, there is a connection there that is irreplaceable. And I have found it converts even with people uh, that where, where you're in your, um, uh, your sales cycle initially and you don't actually have the active client yet. That could be an amazing tool for everybody to just try out. So instead of sending over a quick email or just a quick text, just take the time, get outside. It's always easy to do it outside mm -hmm. uh, and just make a quick personal, say, the, say your name, call them by name. It will absolutely make a difference. Now, real quick, I see a lot of questions about like the things that the types of programs and the types of things that I use. This is some real secret sauce here that is available to everybody. Um, I use several different technologies to get my as-built plans. The first of which I actually have a guy down in um, uh, the Southeast. It's Measure Pro, which again, y'all don't have this everywhere. So this isn't a national um, service. I'll tell you one that is in a second. But for literally like $200, 200 bucks, right? I can get them to go in, uh, measure, and give me my full DWG as build, uh, as well as take pictures of every single room, label them, get serial numbers of every single appliance, uh, and label all of those, do a full window takeoff and size and sill height, all of this. So when I get that inbound package, immediately I provide that uh, that is rebranded to my own company. Uh, as a deliverable to my client. And I literally have everything at my disposal right there that I can do and leverage whether I want to do it on site or whether I want to do it virtually, whatever's more comfortable for you. I like to sit in my setup where I got multiple screens. I have everything and I am just the man with the answers that has everything. And then I can use what I feel like I am best at for my business 
which is that creative vision for what is possible within a budget in a consolidated amount of time, which just so happens to coordinate with one of these types of screen shares. Now, that's an option. You might be able to find somebody that can do that, and that's the going rate, right? $200 to $250, I bake that into my initial consultation rate, so it's a, it's a value proposition. But also, uh, y'all probably heard of these like 360 tours that a lot of people use for real estate, right? This, they're called Matterport. They're available everywhere. You can hire somebody to do one for a couple hundred bucks. They go and they scan it with these 360 cameras, and this is accurate to within a 32nd of an inch, which is plenty good for as-built plans. Uh, for what you guys are mostly doing. They can output fully dimensioned floor plans, DWG and OBJ, which is a 360 file that I can actually bring in and work out of um, SketchUp, SketchUp Pro, SketchUp, which is free for everybody, which is another one that as a designer, if you're not a big computer person uh, with design, you should still figure out how to use SketchUp. It's one of the most visual, easy, inexpensive, awesome tools. And even though I know how to use like all these programs, I use SketchUp more than anything else because it's what my clients and vendors can speak to with a common language and it's very inexpensive for everybody. So I could go on for hours on that, but again, those are just a couple little tidbits that I think everybody can take, use, that kind of uh, plays into this uh, kind of virtual opportunity. Thanks so much, uh, Chip. Uh, Leanne and Kim, do we have any other questions? I know you guys have been awesome about kind of monitoring the, the, the chatting and, and commenting on those, but is there anything we missed, Leanne or Kim, that we wanna ask the panelists? There's a lot, and I just want to put out to um, everyone who has joined in that we are going to post this in entirety on Facebook, and all of our three great panelists have agreed to answer questions or give you kind of a direct um, link to them to answer these questions, so thank you for that. Um, I'm going to um, ask what I thought was a fairly positive question. Are any of you concerned about the black backlog of work once we start to recover? I like that, that there, once we start to recover um, and uh, between lack of uh, workforce that you have in place and, and the backlog. Are there any comments there? Um, I think um, I'll jump in to that one. I think that, well, we're always operating with a backlog anyways. I think that on a normal, during normal times, we're six months out no matter at what point somebody contacts us. So I think it's being truthful to the clients and um, not trying to make everybody happy right out the gate. It's going to be, um, there's gonna be some ramp up time. And so I think everyone will understand that. And so monitor the size of your company, the size of your workforce per se, and don't commit to more than, than is really possible for you to do. Otherwise, you'll end up going on another spiral on the other side of that. So I think, Everyone's gonna have a little bit of a backlog, but I think we're all somewhat used to that anyways. And so just make sure you emphasize that uh, you can't make everybody happy at the same time. I'm gonna answer one quick question that I keep seeing pop through the feed, and that is, I mentioned intellectual property being transmitted through Zoom in plans. You still have the ability to watermark your plans. You still have the ability to not show all dimensions and keep certain information tight to you until the point of sale has been made. So I think that um, as, you, uh, as we enter this digital platform, there are methods to not just give it all away without payment. One Great. also to, to, to play off of NAR, you could also send over a quick disclaimer email uh, stating that the screen share actually is intellectual property as well, uh, which is not something that you're normally used to doing as a designer, uh, but is a simple, uh, 
you know, legal phrase that could be approved uh, inside any type of email correspondence before you uh, engage in a screen share. Correct. Great. Well, um, Carrie, one quick question for you. Yeah. Um, what, um, what kind of delays have you been experiencing? Um, and have, how understanding have your clients been? And I have another one for you, is could you share tips on keeping clients warm in the pipeline um, during this, this? So either one, whichever, whichever question you feel more comfortable answering. Well, I'm a big fan of the handwritten note and also supporting my local community. So we have sent things like car washes and just thinking of you and flowers and supporting our local florists and our local people and giving gift certificates to our clients, letting them know that we're thinking of them and um, just wanted to make sure that they were healthy and staying well and smiling. Um, so that's one touch point. I, I love the handwritten note. Um, and then the other question was about, I'm sorry, say that. What first kind one of again. delays have you been experiencing delays? and you know, how understanding are your clients? I got to say, I am so surprised as far, again, manufacturers, the lines have been open for us and I have not had to say no about product to anybody. It's really more holding back so that we don't end up having product go to our receiver and then sit there and then they have to pay a storage fee because our project isn't ready. So I'm having the reverse. We're drop shipping all kinds of wall covering, all kinds of artwork right now. Um, it, it's been truly amazing. So we've also been able to tell the builders in our conversations, I know you're on pause right now, but the moment you want to turn that thing back on, I have capability to do that and make it happen. So. It's awesome stuff, guys. I mean, uh, you guys uh, that are watching all this don't realize that only three days ago is when I reached out to Chip and Nar and Carrie and said, would you help us out? Uh, oh, by the way, it's going to be Thursday. So thank you <laughs> sincerely for your willingness to put yourself out there, um, your willingness to help our members um, understand what challenges you're dealing with, how to relate those to what they might be dealing with. And hopefully we're just getting started. So thanks everyone uh, watching today. We're going to be posting a recording, um, as Leanne mentioned, but we're also going to be posting it on our YouTube channel. So you'll be able to watch us again. Uh, we want to get to everybody's questions on Facebook. Thank you again to all three of you for your willingness to, to um, answer those questions going forward. Next week, uh, John Burns, CEO at John Burns Real Estate Consulting, will be joining us for what we know so far, the impact to housing, remodeling, and supply chain. So if you liked it today, please uh, share um, what we're going to be talking about next week. We also love your feedback. Uh, links to register for that forum will be posted on our social channels. We'll also have a calendar of upcoming topics on nkba.org. So, um, you know, our industry has proven to be resilient, um, have exceptional creativity, and power through almost any challenge. So the human spirit is strong. We'll get through this together. Stay safe, and we hope to see you again next week.